Good evening ladies and gentlemen. This is the second episode of the Unlearning series. Um just a heads up today you might find a few background noises. Kids here and there. Like I said guys, no studio, but please bear with me. At this moment, I have a story to tell. As I was thinking of today's topic, I I had difficulty trying to come up with a topic for for us today. And when I was going through my week as I do going about it trying to hustle cuz hey life is difficult doing this whole entrepreneurial thing and Sometimes life has a funny way of trying to show you how strong you are by throwing you into a corner. I don't know if any of you understand what I'm talking about, but yeah, I lost my job not because I got fired. No. It's not what you think. But I lost my job because the hotel closed down due to COVID. and here I was thinking do I go back to the plantation do I go back to the ways of life that I used to be comfortable with if you understand what I'm talking about and that actually gave me kind of a clue to what I would like to talk about today or like basically introduce you to today these first few episodes i want you to kind of get a feel of who i am what the what the platform is about and so i came to a realization of why not make not make today's topic a question a question that will lead you to further questions and i'm hoping that it will be an impactful question and something for you to think about for the week. So in today's episode, we ask the question, what is your agenda? Yes, black child. Yes, African child. You melanated melanated beauty. You you made from the fabrics of noon. There from the beginning and still here. I'm talking to you. you beautiful child what is your agenda in 2022 especially here in south africa i want to ask our people what is your agenda and how i'm going to introduce this episode it is a conversation between my friend bushle and i during our topic I I felt like this conversation would actually guide you. So I felt like this conversation between her and I would actually be like a nice amuse bouche, something to whet your appetite for the appetite for the episodes to come. Yeah, that's the best way I can put it. So yeah, What is your agenda African child? 
it's 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 a very it 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 sounds like a, a very narrow question, but the more you think about it, the more broader this whole topic actually expands into. And in my eyes, I feel like this generation of mine, we need a new revolution, and it's time to start scrutinizing everything. Why I I I feel like there's a time where we need to now come together and actually think about this actual question. As millennials, what is your agenda? What is the thing that drives you? Who controls your narrative? So, sit down, relax. I know it's a Sunday, and for those of you. Who will be listening into in further down the week? I hope you do enjoy this conversation. So remember, um, this is a somber Sunday. Chill, take your time, relax. The week ahead is another battle. So prepare yourself, rest your soul, have enjoy this conversation and. I hope that it will serve you well, and I hope it will leave you with more questions than answers. And I hope those questions are engaging questions. I'll leave my links in the description. Talk to me, holler at me. I'm willing to engage with you guys. If you have any more topics, any more questions, or you feel like you'd want to engage with me, I don't mind. You see, my friend and I are over here having a genuine conversation, and I feel like this conversation will also allow you to enter my world. Because one thing I would enjoy more than anything with this podcast is to actually showcase these conversations, showcase our growth as young young people, not just our growth. Not just us tackling these situations, but also talking about how we can overcome this stuff that actually hinder us as a people. So don't be afraid. That's the whole point of what we're doing here. It is to allow us to be free to talk about this stuff that we haven't been able to talk about. Us as a people haven't had the time to actually sit down and be like, guys, you know what? Something happened to us and it messed us up. And how are we going to fix this? And I feel like it's incumbent on every individual to do their best in a manner that they can to actually. Improve their situations. We cannot be complaining and hoping that somebody else will do it. There is no Messiah. You are your own Messiah. You are your savior. That's what I believe. And if everyone plays their role and does what needs to be done, I believe that we will see better. We'd see a better version of ourselves, not just within our personal lives, but even through our communities. That simple question of you throwing a paper on the floor in your own neighborhood, but 
you enter a white town to look for a dustbin. Hypocrite. That is the questions. That is what drives me. I want to know why it is so easy for us to do that. Another one, even tackling culture as well, would say uh, we, we, we know we have our own spirituality and we know about to be a target, but it only seems good is a target a team. Yeah, it looks like we only bewitching ourselves. But we can't do that to the white man. Saba, Saba. And I want to get to the bottom of that so that we can tackle these issues. My thing is a mental game of I'm trying to unshackle our mental slavery. So I'm asking these questions. I'm scrutinizing everything. Nothing is safe. Because I feel like us as the people really need to now just sit down and say, guys, the things that are happening to us, even though we never initiated it or are keeping it happening, but I feel like if everyone starts playing their role, especially now in a process of healing and loving each other, loving ourselves, especially loving ourselves, that's where I want to focus on and <clears throat> focusing on also telling our story from a place of strength so the more you listen to the unlearning series the more you begin to understand why the unlearning series because i feel like this generation is the generation that needs to unlearn all these toxic traits that have been entrenched in our being in our society and for the fact that we keep quiet about it i feel like yes for the fact that we keep quiet about it we keep on perpetuating these situations and there's no point in us trying to fight each other i can't say it's because of a woman and i cannot say it's because of us men this thing runs deep and if we cannot f- get to the core of these things, then these things will just keep on manifesting. It's like with a tree. You can cut down its branches, you can even cut down its trunk. But if those roots are still strong and the roots are alive, the baby will come back. And I feel like us as a black people just deal with the outside factors, but never actually dealing with the core issues. So. I hope that you enjoyed this conversation between Buffy and I. And read up in the description. I'll leave you some links to connect with us. And hopefully you'll enjoy this episode today. with the whole teenage well I talked about teenage pregnancy but before that we were talking about how we were we not talking about this but the fact is because young people had already you know oh yeah tried not, to mend it back I, then okay. I, I remember now where we were so I feel like people don't realize how 
we were never actually had time to actually discuss what happened to us. Mm-hmm. Um, like Goku, you talk, you, 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 the way you define it, you would say, back then it didn't seem prevalent about teenage pregnancies, but mm. how many people got abused in their homes and their families knew about it? Mm-hmm. But they kept quiet about it and acted like they were a perfect family. Most of us come from pretense homes. Yeah. And that culture comes from somewhere. Yeah. So just like here they're talking about how AIDS, people shun away from talking about AIDS because it was so taboo to talk about sex openly. Yeah. But since the people here actually took heed of it, and saw how it is a problem and they actually became more open about it and as we became more educated and started developing ourselves I feel like only now we're starting to reflect as black people upon our community Mm -hmm. and actually what has happened to us so this thing of teenage pregnancy is, is one of the things that I can say has been happening to us but we are only now dealing with it now we've only started to see not see it but begin to realize that this is not normal Mm -hmm. because the the situations that we were put under made it to seem like it was normal Mm -hmm. because our parents were not there not our parents the, the parents back then our grandfathers, our great-grandfathers, and then before, were away from home. That's another thing that people don't take uh, into account. And how, basically, white people, uh, the people in power back then, the Europeans, when they were starting their businesses and starting to industrialize Africa, South Africa, they realized how the black men would not voluntarily come to work mm-hmm. for them and they were much better at home and they don't realize how they implemented a social structure of taxation yeah. so we were now forced to go to work and pay a currency that we can only obtain through working for white people so that we do not get arrested so they made up a law so that you can have some form of freedom Mm -hmm. but they took it away from you it was slavery so this is how the working man came to be in 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 south africa and how the fathers were moved away from the families and most of them were working far away and most of their contracts required them to either stay away for six months some a year some 18 months before they can actually come back home and that's where you begin to see that dynamic of uh, the father sending the money to to the mother away but not actually being at the house mm-hmm. and now the, late, the, the, the women left behind having to 
carry the strain and the burden of the children, the land and everything upon themselves and not everyone could do that. Mm. And some of the wages that the, 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 the fathers paid, got paid could only maintain them living at the mines mm. and just barely surviving for their for the, for the women. Mm -hmm. And that's why this stigma of women saying they can do things alone comes from because the man was not there, she had to fend for herself. And that's why many households today started with a single mother. And now there's a lot of complications in the family. The young men that were growing in those households did not know how to be a man. Or most mothers would have to enforce patriarchy on them because there was no man. So they had to make a man out of you. They would tell you, you don't cry, you don't do this, you don't do that because you're a man. Because in the end of the day, one day you have to help her. Mm -hmm. So she needs to know that she can depend on you. And that is why young men today, most of them did not grow up with that motherly love. Mm -hmm. Although they knew their mothers loved them, mothers would probably be I, hard on I, those I, I don't think it. I don't think saying motherly love is the right word. I think that the mothers tried to make sure that they it was i think a form of overprotection uh, mm. because people don't I, 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 I feel like uh people get offended when i say young boys need to see men men physically in their, in, in their yeah. lives yeah they need to see themselves like something that mirrors them mm. And there's only so much a mother can do. Mm, mm. There's, yes, I understand that we have people being raised by 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 single mothers. Single mothers, but look those how they boys, turned out. No, not not all, mm. not all, but there were good boys who came out, mm. but they had also some form of male figure. There was mm. not, it wouldn't just be like straight out women. Yeah, your mother or wherever you found some other form yeah, of, of male mm. representation that shaped the way you, you that could help you mm. as i'm saying since the good men if i can put it that way if there is such a thing mm. were taken out of the villages to go work mm. those ones who stayed behind ended up being the leaders of the, 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 the young boys left behind and most of them were not even good role models that's yeah. why we see uh, your uncle's pa Ishabi yeah. the ones who are always drinking and complaining about yeah. the ones who are going to work mm -hmm. you get what I'm trying to say so because of that that's where we started to see a rise in gangsterism mm -hmm. especially in the townships because there's nothing to do and I think uh, another reason why ca gangsterism was very prevalent is because most of these gangs probably started as bro bro gang this is our bro because they were trying to find yeah stability uh, yeah, yeah. where they some, were some, some type so form of, um, you're my friend unit. we are family now yeah. you're my blood we help each other because how we can exactly. because we're all alone exactly. so it all started with we're all lone wolves we made a gang now when you've created that gang and there's another person maybe coming <laughs> against that, that's where all the gangs start yeah. now because it's clicks basically yeah. and you guys 
stand for something maybe this is your community because you told yourself there's no men we're gonna protect our community now there's some and person when, who comes out of nowhere <laughs> and now it starts it became something more violent because also remember these young men did not grow up with a father in the house to teach you how to handle exactly. your anger and all these things they don't know how to handle their anger exactly. all they know is that I'm a guy I've got strength I fight I, it's and, the and, first instinct for and, most and, guys and the worst part is how the media plays mm. into that stereotype yeah. especially as black men mm. and especially when they portray masculinity yeah. In the media, it's the gang, gangsters, the, the guys. Yo, if if you ain't a mm. hard, mm. if you then you yo. are, you're a sissy. <laughs> <laughs> it's the worst thing. Yeah. So imagine somebody as somber as myself. And and I I can get angry, but mm. I don't like that mm. self. I don't like that mm. part of myself, mm. if I can put it that way. So most of the times, you find myself having to put on a mask mm. or a certain persona. Mm-hmm. To fit exactly in. to fit in or basically whenever I feel like you know what shit is gonna get real nah, you tighten up my face <laughs> shrubba on it dog like yeah <laughs> like, yeah. like like you know yeah. walking the streets like but I'm a soft guy no I, <laughs> I ain't no gangster yeah. but I have to play into some some archetype mm. of that masculinity mm. so that I come out alive mm. Mm. You see, mm. because we have reached that peak mm. of violence. Mm. Mm. And then that with way. that, um, it's like I sometimes I can understand why some men prefer those very kind of I don't say ghetto, but like very those women who you know I've got this on my own. I don't need <laughs> you because they grew up in households exactly. where their mother was like that. So for them, it's familiar. But that no, woman's like that, 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 that is deep. You're it, talking about you that. know. It, because this is why men treat women they do because their mother taught them that you are a man you put exactly. your foot down and you're she also you know that someone talk to you like that but then they exactly. still go for those women exactly. because for them they were taught to control a woman like that you know so if you are the soft type you're too no weak woman, to exactly. be with me yeah. you gotta be ghetto exactly. you gotta be also ho- be able to hold a gun exactly. you know you, you might ride tough. or die <laughs> stuff like that you have to be tough because mm. the mother came from a tough situation mm. and she wants the son to be, be better. stronger than yeah, that yeah exactly mm. Mm. so we don't talk about that mm. but now the sad part is because now there's that whole stereotype it leaves all the others who are not like that to look weak to feel that they don't do not fit in society in terms of the black community because you get picked on exactly. for being if you're too if you're too soft as a girl you're a white girl now yeah. you're being weak you like <laughs> white things if you're soft as a guy you're gay yeah. you know so not it leaves room for so many other stereotypes because they do not they do not allow everyone to or grow. show exactly. the spectrum of how everyone's personality really is in the black community and to be honest it's such a minority of gangster-like men these days exactly but the the media well, portray that all good. men are like this and now the soft women who could be women to help men those men or help them run away from them because you gangster like <laughs> you're gonna kill me i have to be right but, but, you. but the thing is we're not made aware of yeah. this type of situation mm, mm. and now you when you talk going back to teenage pregnancy mm. I don't feel like it's something that is new. Mm. No, it's like now as we are talking about masculinity mm. and where it could have came from, 
this thing has been there and yeah. that's another thing we remember when we were talking about how our, our parents like to well i'd say i wish my parents would have told me would be more honest with me about their financial situation yeah set me down sorry guys Set um sat down with me and told me this is how much we earn. Mm. This is how much we need to actually survive. Mm. And this is where we are standing. So because I feel like the way they, 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 they treated the our financial situation at home, that it was like, no, I'm trying to protect you from the the what could be what the real world mm. is. Be a child, but not understanding the fact that because of certain behaviors, mm. like at the end of the month or on the 15th, mm. when it's time for groceries mm. and you have to pay, mm. and I can see that wincing your face, yeah. or the time where <laughs> and but at that time I'm seeing money go away, mm. but because you I never, you never actually fully un, uh, unveiled our mm. situation. Yes, you told us you're so called, but mm. you never actually showed me. Mm. Yo, this is how we are, and we're trying to manage this mm-hmm. so that we can continue living. Mm. So that's another thing I feel like our parents never fully disclosed life to us. I feel like mm. our parents were never fully honest with us. Hence why you get young people who end up living outside of their means because exactly. when they were young they felt deprived and now it's like when I have the money, I spend the money. Exactly. And then I become broke because but my parents never taught me that money needs to be budgeted. Exactly. We don't we don't have money because we have to do so and so. So now you don't see the responsibility as an adult anymore because you living your life as a teenager exactly. but people deprived me and they had because even mm. when I was little and I started saving, mm. I actually saw when it came to things like responsibility mm. and stuff, but why did I have to take me to do it myself mm. to actually mm. understand where mm. you are at, if mm. I can put it that way? Because mm. you start but, late now. And, and, and when I was younger, I actually appreciate the fact that I actually started learning how to handle the two rents that mm. I got mm. up until I got a hundred. Yo, the first time I saved my two rands up until I got a hundred rand was the best day of my life. So those those sacrifices I, I, I actually did, I began to understand. But I'm realizing Kuti, if you these if my parents were more honest with me, I would have been able to handle my money even better. I would have known I'm it's, it's I don't I feel like they were trying to protect me from and keep and keep me young and yeah. innocent mm. and not stress ha- about money exactly issues. not have me grow up too fast mm. but that's not growing up too mm. fast that's a skill set I'm going to need mm. when I'm growing up mm. so most of our lives we, we grow up feeling deprived without our parents actually being honest with mm. us and mm. here it is mm. this is exactly and another thing is you could also learn from me as well because I could mm. see gaps as well. Yeah. Like, yo, if you if you stop doing this guys mm. and we do this, mm. it could actually help us save our money and allocate our mm. money. Mm. So why should we start learning about allocating our monies in our twenties mm. now after we have to go to varsity? We don't yeah. have a we've never had a job. Sure. We do not know what budget is. Mm-hmm. We've never seen it. Mm. 
So it's the same way that comes with sex now. Mm. It needs to be spoken about openly so that we also consciously make the decision to do those things. Because I feel like I feel like parents don't understand how much weight it is to learn something from the world. If you're not teaching me, the world is going to teach me. And they I, teach you all the nonsense that exactly. you need to know. That's what I'm trying to say, Kuti. Yo, if my parents would have told me, yo, your dick, pee-pee, <laughs> cuckoo, cuckoo makes babies. <laughs> babies. Or okay. STDs. STDs. <laughs> we are fewer. Mm. But now, we're scared about these things and no one is open about mm. these things. But there's the internet. Mm. And that's, another <laughs> <laughs> and that's what you think you say, I'm in exactly. Cape Town, baby. Exactly. And it's like, that's your introduction to exactly. sex now. That's, that's your introduction. And you don't Ma- have healthy sex exactly. life anymore. Because mm. now you're getting a perverted version mm. of sex. Mm. And that's what we're thinking, this, this is, is how it's supposed to be. be. I was like, yo, sex. Yo, guys, like for me, my first time, it, 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 it sucked. Mm. Okay. It's not and a it, whole it's, it's, fairy tale. It's, it's not a whole fairy tale. And they need tale. to be honest and about it's, that. It's not a whole pa 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 pa. What whatever you you see in mm. in 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 in, in his in his movies and in scenes. Mm. No, it, those are fake. Mm. It's 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 really, really. <laughs> oh. Mediocre. Not mediocre. Nah. Uh, you need communication. Mm. If I can put that. Sex will teach you a lot if you about yourself mm-hmm. if you are with the right person mm-hmm. and if you are willing to learn and mm-hmm. learn about yourself as well mm-hmm. and those where we have to start talking about vulnerability mm-hmm. and protecting your energies mm-hmm. and so that's where we're saying that yo if we talk about mm-hmm. sex it's not just the the pumping mm-hmm. it's not just the Mm. No. It's more than that. It's more than that. Mind and body. Exactly. You become one. You, that is the reality of it. People don't understand. And that. that's why you end up having people who become scarred. Exactly. And now they just, <laughs> they want to get back at everyone <laughs> in the world. Exactly. Mm. Hurt people create more hurt people. Mm. And that's the other other side of the spectrum that people don't actually want to mm. talk about. Mm. And we talk about it when it's too late. Yeah. Mm. And. Our parents now feel ashamed mm. that this happened to you. And this is where like, I feel like even the stigmas behind even rape and mm. how, why women would take long is because I was listening to this other interview and this lady was talking about how she felt hurt from her own mother mm. and her friend's mother saying that you don't talk about this stuff. Mm. You know, she felt more ashamed about her. And how could then I let this to into mm. her? But if we had had more talks about mm. this, and our parents would have like, been open. No one should touch you like this. Exactly. No one should do this to you. If Make ever you come talk like, to e- me. Exactly. But now we're all scared because it's sick. Yeah, exactly. And even women opening up to other women because do women talk about how women police women? For mm. the, 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 the the rapes and everything, mm. the, the trauma that they go through, mm. not even the rapes, trauma that mm. they go through, because this thing is a broad spectrum, Very. abuse is a broad spectrum, so we have made certain things normal because we keep quiet about it. And also we I think with, with African cultures, the stigma of if that happens to you, you're worth 
goes down exactly that i think played a big role in why a lot of young people would probably do abortions others if they had kids they would send their kids to eastern Most, cape no exactly. one should know they no, have, have a, a child, child. Because it's like your worth goes down, and that's so sad as women. Because I think that's what happens if something like that happens to you. The first thing you mind is like, well, my worth <laughs> went down. I'm not worthy. And that's another. All these things. Uh, and that's another thing I feel like as us as the youth of today. Mm-hmm. I'm ten. I'm twenty five. I'm twenty five, and I don't have kids yet. But I would like them to grow up. I I, I want to challenge the status quo and everything. Mm-hmm. Everything. Mm-hmm. Hence, it's called the unlearning series. Mm. Nothing is safe. Mm. So, <laughs> nothing is. I am scrutinizing mm. everything. Mm. So, uh, my thing is, what type of world would they be growing up in? Mm. And even us as black people, we need. We were. A, one thing I like about history mm. and learning about our cultures, seeing how progressive we are people like to talk about oh egypt pyramids mm. but nobody talks about yo there was a civilization that developed mm. the egyptians mm. and that started from here mm. yeah. so we've always been a progressive people mm. meaning that it is a certain time in period where us as a people need to actually sit down and assess mm. what we actually call culture mm. There were some things that we did and some things we let go of. Mm. But we seem to have forgotten that and we're trying to keep hold on to certain traits. Mm. We need Whilst to re- also taking Western traits in. Exactly. Mm. We're trying to replace ourselves mm. with other people's means without actually introspecting ourselves, actually mm. trying to check if those things actually work for us. Mm. I.e. democracy, yes. Yeah. I'm yeah. putting it there. <laughs> Is democracy for is, is democracy a pro, uh, uh, something that is actually needed in Africa, mm. especially in the times that we are in? Let's check it out. Look at how ANC is actually this codependency we have on on parties mm. is actually now taking us back, and now mm. ANC is actually becoming a dictatorship. Mm. Think about that. So yeah. What were we saying again? <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about the world that our kids will be growing into. Oh yeah, the Western culture. Mm-hmm. We as black people, as African people, need to actually assess African peop- African problems and find African solutions for it. We as a people need to actually sit down and actually say, yo guys, is this system working for us? Because mm. here's the thing guys, we I'm going to be blunt about how I see it. We as black people need to actually sit down and say, you know what, everything we have been doing hasn't been working. Our healthcare hasn't been working. Our, our, our religions haven't been working. Our healthcare, education, finance, everything, even culture itself hasn't been working. So this is the the... the platform where we'll be discussing these topics where we actually challenge the status quo uh, what is a good woman mm. well, what does it mean when, when, a, when a guy comes to you he's like yo I can make a wife out of you mm. uh, uh, well, what does it mean when it's like I'm wife material 
that's deep. It goes far. But we need to start challenging these things and having open and blunt discussion, blunt discussions about these. But also being able to be open about this and let us not fight. You see, men, women discussing these things, and we actually telling things from each other's side mm. and it's unbiased everyone mm. has their own view opinions, opinions and you respect the other persons but you also learn from it exactly hence it's called the unlearning series mm. unlearn to relearn yes yeah well that's it for today yeah <laughs> thank you There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. The conversation between Butler and I. It, it, it's very interesting, isn't it? And it had me thinking about a lot of things as well. Even though we recorded it, I, I, I listened to it again. And I hope that this, this conversation would leave you yearning for more and hoping to engage as well i'm on twitter guys talk to me i will respond uh uh this twitter spaces as well let's use that to the chat uh, uh um, doesn't always have to be a podcast type of vibe hit me up talk to us this this is a journey and i feel like by me ex- not exposing my journey but revealing I feel that is a more appropriate word. Revealing the ins and mechanics of what actually goes behind a black mind. What we see, what we experience. We're not saying that we're professionals. But I believe that everyone's opinion matters. And us keeping quiet doesn't help the situation. So... Let us be brave. Let us take the stand of unlearning. Be brave to question. Be brave to ask why. I hope you enjoy this episode. And tune in next week. Same time. Sunday 6 o'clock. Spotify. I am working on being on YouTube soon. So please be on the lookout for that. And to future me as well. This is your second episode, dude. I hope, I hope when you look back on this, you 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 blush. I know it's embarrassing, but take it. I know this is embarrassing. There's enough for you guys, but it's for you guys as well. But yeah, I'm trying to have as much fun with this as possible. And yeah, this this it's. It's been a very, very, very interesting road. So I hope to see you next week. Keep on supporting us, guys. Mm-hmm.